player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to episode 135 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm your host here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Sean. How we doing? Great. Fantastic. Great. Fantastic. 100%. Uh, we just had a, a, we just recorded a couple more Let's Plays of our Cuphead series. Um, what day is this? So check out episode four, right? That went up on Monday, yeah. Check out part four. Come back Friday for part five. And then guess what? Next Monday, part six. You're not going to want to miss it. Um, I love this shirt, my Mario shirt, except it makes it look like I have, I keep thinking I have just dandruff everywhere because of the stars. <laughs> but if you like cool shirts, you can go over to teespring.com slash stores slash two-player co-op. I, you did the fingers last time and I forgot to put it in. What? I, well, I I went the wrong way. Well, I'm looking at the stars, uh-huh. and I'm like, but I guess the stars are part of the box Correct. as opposed to being part of the the game, Mario, yeah. the background. Because he's, like, in, why would dun- be he's in the castle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyways, yeah. Uh, check out our Cuphead Let's Plays. We, we, we had a freaking blast doing them. And like I said, stay tuned for part five and part six. They were so much fun. Uh, what else? Sean, can you tell me about this Starbucks cup? Uh, did you notice it? Did anybody actually notice it live or is it just Twitter noticed it? I mean, somebody, well, I know, live I guess that's what I'm saying. Was it just one person or I wonder if everybody was tweeting like, what the hell was that a coffee cup? I don't know. Cause when I looked back at it, it looked very obvious to where I'm like, I don't know how I didn't see that, but I'm sure a lot of people didn't see it. But it, it's just, it's so it's just right there. Rasan sent me a screen cap of it. And he just, and it was him and Jim. It was, yeah, me, him, and Jim in the, you know, our group chat. He's like, what's up with the Starbucks cup? And I'm like, is this another inside Game of Thrones joke that I don't get? Like, I don't know what you're saying. Most time they, they start, I, I know how Jim feels when Rasan and I start nerding out about Batman or <laughs> Endgame or whatever. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, it was for Jim. I'm like, no, I know that, but what are you talking about? He said, look at the table. I'm looking at the table and I'm like, I don't know. It looked like there was like a, like a glass and all this. And he's like, there's a coffee cup. And I was like, oh, that is a coffee cup. Was this today or last night? No, this was Mon. What day is it? Oh, this was earlier today. This was this okay. morning. So he didn't say, he didn't like notice it live. No. He saw no, it. No, okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. Starbucks. It's not technically a Starbucks cup. That's what everyone like. There's no Starbucks coffee cup. logo, but it's a generic coffee cup. Yeah. yeah. How is this season? How is it? I think it's up. fantastic. Okay, good. And so this past episode, I was a little worried about because there's only two left now. Yeah. So finales are always, I mean, it's the finale. The penultimate oh, one. Oh, it's the Ozymandias. Is sometimes like even better than the finale. Yeah. The previous episode was the Battle of Winterfell, which was huge. So I'm like, this one's probably going to be a little bit of a dip. And then the last two are going to be good. Yeah. I thought the episode was great. Not a whole, well, no, <clears throat> stuff happened. Actually, quite a bit happened in hindsight. But even the one before the Battle of Winterfell where really not much happened. So episode two? Episode two. Okay. It just like set the scene so well for like, they they everybody was just all, I mean, it was like doom and gloom, but then it was also like, well, we're all probably going to die tomorrow. Let's just have Let's fun and drink and just whatever. Uh, and it was just, it just really like, they like set the scene perfectly. The battle was great. It was really dark, like everybody's been saying, but whatever. Um, this episode, I loved. And then uh, I was shocked, but not really shocked it's to find out internet. people on Twitter hated it. And I'm like, it's the internet. just learn to like things, people. I mean, if you don't like it, you don't like it, whatever. That's but like, like mm. God, like I thought it was fantastic. It sets up what I think is going to happen is next episode is going to be more or less the finale and then the finale will almost be like an epilogue. I think it's going to be that kind yeah. of thing. Not too sim, not too different from like Breaking Bad. Although yeah. there's almost two. There's two. The last two were really. almost kind of. Because Ozymandias was the, that was the third to last. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The second to last one was New Hampshire. And then the last one was uh, the, the finale. Yeah. Um, Dancing over I, everything. I, it looks. I, it's going to be awesome. I don't know what's going to happen. It's probably not going to be a happy ending, but I think it's going to be awesome. And now I'm right back in the same like end game mode where I'm like, 
I don't want this to end. Like it's almost been a thing in my life, almost as long as the whole MCU has been. Yeah. And so it's like, it was I'm just, what, 2011, 2010? Well, this is season eight. And they took like a whole year off, right? But it's been, yeah, like it started probably at least 10 years ago. Okay. Maybe 11, like eh, maybe 10. Now, granted, I didn't start watching until season two had ended. Okay. So I binged watched one yeah. and two to catch up for three. Um, but yeah, it's like all, all these pop culture things that I've just been in love with are now just ending and it's just very, very sad. Um, however, segue, uh, it looks like good things are in store for the next phase of the MCU. Kevin, there was a trailer (laughs) that dropped today and now do we need to say spoiler alert? Oh yeah. I will not post the trailer. Thank you for that. I was going to put the, but do we even want to talk about the trailer? We don't need to talk about that part. Okay. There, if you somehow, I mean, you should see Tom Holland speaking in a British accent, which is always so, just so weird. weird. It's like when Christian Bale talks in his real voice. I'm like, that's not my Batman. Yeah. Um, they give you plenty of warning because they literally, the first second of but this it's trailer. Like, don't watch this because there's spoilers. And boom, like they don't give you that much time no. to. Right. You, if you watch one second of the trailer, you have end game spoiled for you. Yeah. So we're not going to talk about that. The rest of the trailer, obviously, it shows Spider-Man. It shows Mysterio. It shows how Spider-Man gets to... It shows how Peter Parker gets to where he's at in Europe. Um, spoiler free. It looks fantastic. I still don't think for a second Mysterio is just a good guy. No, that's too it's, He's easy. Mysterio. That's what he does. And <laughs> I don't know that he's really from... Uh, no, nah, I don't know if we... Well. That's not endgame spoiler. Yeah. I don't think that he's really... He says he's from like another Earth. Right. They're doing the whole multiverse thing. Yeah. I mean, which that's what they're saying. freaking awesome. I don't know. There are people that are going so crazy with the theories now that they don't think Nick Fury is even Nick Fury. That Mysterio created him. Maybe... What if we got he's a... just a vision. What if we got like a Toby cameo? Not a cameo, but like a Toby Maguire spite. What if... The multiverse. What, what if we have the Spider Verse yeah. again, but like not? Well, animated. that's what I exact. When they said multiverse, I was like, "Oh my god!" What if they kept secret Andrew Garfield and and Toby are somehow? That would be. So- I would love it. Andrew Garfield got a bad rap. He was an awesome Spider Man. Tom Holland's perfect. Yes, but I, I think we've gotten better with each Spider Man. I will say that. Back in the day, I loved Toby, but then Andrew was so much better. The movies weren't well. The, the first one was really good. The I never saw one, the second one, but it sounded... They, they, just, they, they went Batman versus Superman. They just threw... And, and I don't mean good guy versus good guy. They just, like, here's a million characters, and then here's we're a tease for the Sinister Six movie that's supposed to be coming out, but this movie sucks, so it gets canceled. And they just they just threw so much... And, and Jamie Foxx was an awesome Electro. I loved him in that movie. He was so over the top, but he was so comic booky that I, I freaking loved it. Jamie Foxx was yeah. awesome. This movie, I am so over the moon excited for. Like... Tom Holland is absolutely perfect. It is funny because I go back and listen through all our old... I, I've been started at number one. I've been going through our old podcast. And when they first... I, I, I think it was when the first trailer came out or maybe it was just some behind-the-scenes images or something. And I was like, this is going to be a stupid Disney movie. What are, I what remember are, you were very I was so low yeah. on Spider-Man when it was first announced. Now, I will say I st- that is not my Nathan Drake. I will say that. And I don't think that movie's ever going to happen anyway, so who really cares? But he is... The perfect Spider-Man. Not to get into Endgame stuff, but like, he's perfect. Every, every time he's on screen, I'm just like this. He, I, I like want to hug him. You know, he's, right, he's yeah. just so perfect. Happy was awesome in this. I know? love Happy in general. Yeah. I mean, well, Happy, but really, uh, just Favreau. Yeah, John Favreau. I think he's awesome. <sighs> and again, I have no idea what where we go from here Where in the MCU we go? but I don't either I still don't get it I get I don't know is it more Spidey centric now are they finally gonna just stick with the Spider-Man and just roll with it and just I mean maybe but see, he the carries weird thing it is, I don't those know. are still those are Sony movies they're partnered really Yes. They uh, it, it, first thing it shows is Sony Pictures. Like they're huh. partnered with Mar- Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. And I don't know if they're ever going to come to agreement that Venom cuz right now Venom is only Sony. Spider-Man is Sony with Marvel. 
so they can't cross. Yeah. Which sucks. But I, I got to feel that if, if the second Venom movie does well, they're going to figure out some way to be like, this is this is going to make... If you get Spider-Man and Venom in a movie... But but I mean, Tom Holland... Uh, Tom Holland. Tom Hardy's a good guy, so I don't know how they, they get to that point. They, they could... But they can they obviously could, do yeah. it. Um, or they team up and fight freaking Carnage. I'm just wondering if... Like... The Infinity Saga is over. Yes. I don't know that we have a... I mean, it's still a universe, but I don't think... Like, I don't think we're going to have Avengers-type movie. You may get, like, a Civil War where just randomly a bunch of people will show up. You'll get a lot of cameos and crossovers. But I don't think it's, like... I don't think we're building, at least not yet, I don't think they're building to, like, the next... Infinity War. That's what I was saying. Like in our, I think it's just you'll have an occasional cross. I don't like, like DC. I don't even know that there's going to be Phase Four and Phase Five. I think it's there's just, a Phase and Four, but I don't. They're know. calling this Phase yeah. Four, but I think there's just these are the here's next the movies. rest of it. Yeah. Like I, I don't even know they're going to do phases unless they somehow do Avengers versus X Men or Fantastic or Fan Four Stick right. or what. Like you're kind of. Uh, I won't spoil anything, but you're left with an obvious crossover. At the end of Endgame, like for one of the movies that's coming, there's it's you know you're gonna notice obviously there's a crossover coming, and I think they continue to do stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and even I mean that's basically what Ragnarok was was Thor and Hulk. It was like hey mini, not even a mini Avengers is just two of them. But like I think we continue to have things like that. The spoiler ban has lifted. I'm not gonna spoil anything. I just have to say right now. No more stars! <laughs> Spoilers without context. Oh, uh, God. So good. Uh, yeah, I'm so hyped for Spider-Man. Hopefully, Casey doesn't want to go. Because he went to the well, last one. He probably won't even know. He didn't even go see Spider-Verse for crying out loud. An animated Spider-Man movie. And he was yeah, like, he's not going to care. Go. He probably won't. Don't even... Eat my $8. Sorry, Casey. But don't even... Yeah. Give him the, he probably doesn't even know it exists. Oh, I think what I'm planning to do is what Ragnarok is fine for Nick and Noah, right? So I mean, I they've know. seen Endgame. There <laughs> may be. Oh, if, if you're fine with Endgame, then yeah. I mean, they said like a hundred times. Right. There may be. One I'll or try two. to do the cat scratch there. But like, <laughs> like what what is the limit to shits that you can say before you go to R? Is there no limit? Because I know R, if you say the F word. That's, that's why. Automatic. That's why there was one F word in the Batman vs Superman Ultimate Cut that was rated R. There was a little bit more blood, a little bit more violence, but he said the F word one time. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. Now it's been so long since I watched. Batman it. did. I think it was Batman. Yeah, but I mean, he killed eighteen people, so who cares? Oh yeah, uh, it's awesome. I cannot wait. One other thing that I forgot to touch on this weekend: we went to Beale Street Music Fest. Yes, you talked about this two years ago, I think, on the podcast. Probably two years ago. This I went week. three years ago for the first time. Oh my God, we've been doing this forever. You're right. It was 2016. I went three years ago for all three days. I said, I'll never do that again. I haven't. I went the year after just one day. Last year, I was out of the country for it, but I don't think I missed much. I don't. I couldn't even tell you who was in the Dashboard lineup. was last year. Oh, they were dashboard. there, but they paid five songs because I saw it pop up in my time hop. I was like, did Dashboard really play five songs? Are you kidding me? That's terrible. Yeah. Um, I think they were the biggest one that I was sad to have missed out on last year. Yeah. Um, so we went Friday. Sean got to see Chiverches. Churches. I just have to say Chiverches. I also saw Dirty Heads, who I'd never even heard of before. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of big fans there. Really? They were good. Like they're the kind of band that's like good live, and there's a lot of stuff being passed around. They're very <laughs> um, like sublime, kind of like. Oh, then it would be fun. They were good live. I don't know that I would ever. That's just what I'm listening to them yeah. driving my car or anything, but. They were a really fun show, but I was really just there to get prime location for churches or Chiverches. Chiverches. Uh, that was the first oh, so time I saw. So you were front row for them too. Yeah, or pretty much. I mean, there was one guy in front of me, but I was basically between this guy and this guy, so I was yeah. Right. Um, they were great. Um, I've been wanting to see them for a while now, but they do. I mean, they tour in the U.S., but a lot of it's in Europe. Um, I mean, they're because they're European. They're from they? Scotland. Okay. Yeah. Um. I had heard them like perform live on like Sirius XM and stuff and they sound great. Like they sound exactly the same live as they do in the albums. Um, and they didn't disappoint. I loved it. They were awesome. Uh, important update. Yes. Amazon music 
finally, I know what I'm going to be listening to tomorrow at work, finally has all of Dashboard's albums. For the longest time, all they had was like a hands-down single and their newest album, which sucked. Now they've got all their songs. Sweet. So I know what I'm listening to at work tomorrow. Um, I I did hate that we didn't get there, but Jess and I were just, we were just chilling at local and having drinks and eating pizza. So I didn't get to see churches. I wanted to see them because I I literally, I don't know that I've, no, didn't they have a song on WrestleMania or am I dreaming that? No, I think you're dreaming that. I can give you now that I, that was my throat. (laughs) I went burnt. I hope that came through the mic. Now that I know how to do it. Well, I don't know how to do it. But now that I know that you can yeah. do it, I'm going to create a church's playlist for you. Okay. Like I will their greatest hit. It. It'll probably be like 10 songs. Yeah. And I'll send it to you. I'll listen to it. Um, but they're a lot of fun. So and then, of course, yeah, Dave came after them. Um, he played 16, 17. 17 songs. Only one encore, but it was Grace Street, probably my second or third favorite song they've ever done. So I was on cloud nine. Um, Brittany and I were there again, like front row. He was great. Um, this is the third I time we had seen him. He's You'd 52. Seen him. Yeah. This is my sixth time seeing him. I hope I'm still... I, I was worried, like, does he feel like this isn't, like, a big venue for him? No, he, he brought it. He's he, Dave. Like, yeah. keep going, sorry. Um, yeah, we only stayed for uh, six songs. He played You and Me, which was Brittany and mine. Brittany and I's... Brittany and mine? Our. It was me and my wife's uh, no, wedding song. <laughs> it was me song. My wife and I's song. It was I's our song. Because <laughs> this is our song. Um, they played You and Me, which was our song. Um, so we stayed for that, and we're like, uh, Kira was at home with our parents. We're like, we don't want to burden them like all night with her. And it was already like 10.30 by this point, probably. So we're like, all right, they played our song. Let's go ahead and leave. Can and you we, imagine when if we were Dave leaving, covered our song? That would be cool. Okay. Or any anything. Or Taylor. any Taylor. Continue. Um, but my God... When we were leaving, we were just like mm-hmm. making our way through the people, and yep. and uh, and once we got out of like the crowd, mm-hmm. I mean, like the packed in crowd, so like the then it was just kind place. of like walking yeah. and kind of going around people. Excuse me, whatever. But we weren't like squeezing or anything. <laughs> we were just like going. It was just people and people and people and people and people and people. I'm like, how are we not out of this yet? Like, and then I turn around. We're like. 300, 400, I don't know, 500 feet from the stage. I don't know. And it's still just like solid people. Really? Like I would have thought we were only like, like 100 feet away. Watching the show? Watching yes, Dave? all just oh, there watching awesome. Dave. And that it was just, it went back and back. It went back forever. Um, but yeah, that was it for us. We called it a night. We're getting old. Um, so we uh, we got out of there. We were able to make a pretty quick exit because Dave had... <laughs> 10 more songs left and Khalid was just going on and Shinedown was just going on. So Did we got out of there. Did you hear any Shinedown when you were walking out? They were playing a song I didn't okay. recognize when we walked by. Um, but they would have been cool to see. But yeah. I mean, I, I did I, see them for a little bit. But I, I hated that they had... I would have rather had Churches on Another State and Shinedown open for Dave. And then I would have been like, okay, I'm going to be there for that. Yeah, you know? that would have been cool. Yeah, Jess and I stayed for the whole thing. Dave went on at about 9.15. He played till 11.30. And I don't think we even said what it was. Beale Street Music is like an outside musical festival for Memphis and May here in Memphis. And they've got three stages set up. And I really just went because I wanted to see Dave, obviously. And he played 17 songs, like Sean said, just over two hours. Because there's a few of those songs where he just went for like, eight, nine, 10 minutes. Yeah. And I was like, I don't care. Just go, man. Just go. Um, and we stayed for the whole thing. The problem was that because he was one of the three headliners, it meant everybody that was watching him stayed to watch him and then all, all decided to leave left at the same time. simultaneously. And this all happens like on the Mississippi River, this beautiful Tom Lee Park that has to be a mile long, right? Or maybe it just felt that it, way. I think it just fits probably tens of thousands at least of a half a mile. So the concert was amazing. I don't regret it at all. But Jess and I were leaving at 1130 just to get out of the park. It took us probably a half hour. It took us an hour total to walk out of Tom Lee Park up two blocks and over two or three blocks over to Union Avenue to Union Avenue to get to our hotel. It took literally an hour. I text. I can't even believe you were awake. I texted Sean. Finally, my text to him. I was like, where are you? 
hour and a half later, he's like, Deb, just got this. <laughs> so I guess it was when you got out of the mass. It was of when people, we were walking. You finally yeah. got reception. Yeah. Because um, I was like, I'm looking for a tall guy, but it's like everybody there was a tall guy. I was like, I don't, I can't, I can't see Sean. I can't see him anywhere. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it was so bad. So we left at 11:30 when Dave ended. We got to our hotel at 12:25 a.m. And in those 25 minutes. Because that was once we kind of got out of the crowd. Those last 20 minutes were just walking back there. I already had over 2,000 steps on my on my Fitbit. And I was like, oh, my God. I haven't even started the day, and I've already got 2,000 steps. Dave was awesome. I will never go back. Unless the band I want to see is, like, the second to last. Like, if Dave went on before, whatever Charlie <laughs> B is. If Dave went on before and Cardi B, is that what she does? <laughs> That's what a pigeon does. <laughs> She I've does. Never heard she, one of her she songs, goes, and I never will. She's oh, I no, it, f that. I, oh my god, I would throw her through a window. I, I don't really mean that. I love women, um, <laughs> but like I can't. I'm just too old for that. I just can't. I can't do it again. Like if John Mayer came back and was a headliner, I'd be like, I'm fine to do it. But it's like absolutely a one day thing. Uh, I don't know how we did yeah. three days in a row. Well, and it was also a good thing that we decided to get a hotel because it was freaking gridlock. Like yeah. walking out of there was bad enough. The people that I saw just coming out of garages, not moving at all. I was like, there's, there's no yeah. way in hell. There's no way I would ever, ever do that. Um, but it was Dave Matthews. Sixth time I've seen him. They've all been great. Except the very first concert I went to in Saratoga sucked. It was like he was coked out of his mind. This was 2002, I think summer. Um, but every other show has been awesome. And he's my favorite musician, my favorite band. So that was great. One other thing that I wanted to touch on, Sean. Yes. So Greg Miller was tweeting. He got like yesterday, he got like eight Platinums. In one day. Yeah. Because they're all, now I did not. That's not where this is going. But it made me think back to when we were talking about Super Weekend Mode a few weeks ago. And I was like, oh my God, how many real Platinums do I have? So I took some time today and I said, I'm going to go through my list of trophies and I'm going to see what all my Platinums are. And I want to go through them right now. Are you ready? I'm ready. In order of, in reverse chronicles. Yeah, in the order that I got them. This. God of War 2. God of War 3 remastered. The Order 1886. Oceanhorn on PS4. <clears throat> my name is Mayo on PS4. Telltale Batman Season 1. Watch Dogs 2. My name is Mayo on Vita. <laughs> Adventures of Mana, Hitman Go, Hitman Go, <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 3, Severed, Ocean Horn on the Vita, Horizon Zero Dawn, Laura Croft Go. You Platinum Horizon? Yeah. I don't think I, I ended up that. getting near 50 hours to do it, but yeah. yeah. Laura Croft Go, Laura Croft Go, God of War 2018, Telltale Batman Season 2, Tacoma. That's a good stretch of a lot in, of real ones in a row. And then after Tacoma, <laughs> this happens. Little Venture on the Prairie on the Vita. Little Venture on the Prairie on the PS4. That's hard to say. Super Destronaut DX Vita. Super Destronaut DX PS4. Spider-Man. <clears throat> Jack and Jill DX on the Vita. Jack and, J Jack and Jill DX on the PS4. My fastest platinum ever. Do you want to guess? An hour. Ten minutes and six seconds. <laughs> Wow. Old Man's Journey. Now that one, I counted it as a cheap platinum, but it is a like two hour long game, which is like the length of Tacoma. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I'm going to count that as a cheap platinum because I bought it only for the platinum. Okay. Because I bought it for the platinum thinking it would have a good story and the story was just blah. Full Blast on the PS4, Full Blast on the Vita, Storm Boy. By the way, when we talked about that like a month ago on the podcast, I called it Story of Boy. Not Storm Boy. I have no idea where I came <laughs> up with that. Is that a movie or something? Is that a movie? Story of Boy? No idea. Then I got The Messenger for number 30. Then I got Super Weekend Mode on the Vita, Super Weekend Mode on the, v on the PS4. So that adds up to 14 cheaps and 18 real. So better than Now I what thought. I will say... I get what you're doing, but at the same time, some of those that are legit platinums, you got that you got two of them for no extra work. No, 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 
No, none of the legit ones. The, the, like, Where you got it on PS4 and Vita? Oceanhorn, I had to beat that all again because it's too... Really? If, if it doesn't have... There are some games that... Like Another World. I completed Another World thinking before I knew what trophies were, I completed it. I was like, where the hell's my platinum? Oh, this doesn't have a platinum. What am I thinking? So that shows if you look up Another World for me, it'll show PS4, PS3, Vita. Okay, show read me the ones that are on both that aren't the obvious cheap platinums. Oceanhorn. There's at least two, maybe three of them. Lara Croft Go. Lara Croft Go is just one. Oh, I thought there was two. Yeah, so hit well. There's Hitman Go. Oh, maybe one. that's what I was thinking. Of. Hitman Go, but that counts across both systems. You can only get one trophy list, and then Lord oh. Croft Go is the same way. So only Oceanhorn, you got twice. Yeah, not counting sheep. Okay, well then, never mind. So fourteen sheep, eighteen real. I will keep track of this from now on. But it was it's better than I. Th- it started thinking. I started thinking like, oh my god, do I only have like ten platinums? When we were talking about like the other week, I was like, what the hell's happening? So yeah, Sean, what have you been playing this week? Uh, I've been playing a little if Cuphead. You're, if you're listening on audio services around the world, you should be watching at youtube.com slash co-op so you can see what that ding was. I hope um, it came through the mic. I keep coming back to it. Just really to fart around. Although today, I, I said, you this. know what? I'm going to try to get some peas in the run and guns. We beat it in, so, as pacifist. So you need to beat the level which one without was it? the very first one. Well, update. I beat all six of them. And holy crap, a couple of them were very tough. You wait a minute, you beat the one that we were st- that we barely beat with the bridge going down like Ninja Turtles? That was probably the, the hardest thing. I don't even know how that's possible. There's a combination uh like some of them it was probably about 50/50 that I did Using smoke screen dash, oh, okay, and some that I was better off just having regular dash, but five hit points. Yeah, because all you need to do is beat it without. It doesn't matter if you beat it with one HP or five HP or right. however many. You uh, just can't kill parries one enemy as long as you don't kill any. You get a pee. Oh, so like on the fit with the flying pink fish, you can parry them. Does that count or no? You can do that. You, you just can. can't shoot. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. My God! What? Wow. <laughs> Okay. Well, so the first one I did was the first one where um, I'm trying to think of what's even. It's the where first the guys run and fly gun. down the, that one. Yeah, and I'm and like, acorn, this is too the acorn hard. Yes, yeah. there's too many enemies. I'm just like, I don't think I can do this. And I'm like, well, let me try the other one. So I did the other one with Woody Woodpecker. With the, yeah. Um, and I beat it. I think on my first try, maybe on my second try. But how do you get past the boss? You don't have to. You just fly over him. Really? Yep. Did you use the dash thing for that to get through him? I'm trying to think of what the what the boss is at the end of that one. Oh, it's that's the, the guy with that the leaves. and he throws the yeah the fireballs. Yeah, that guy you can just you just dash. Really? I think just jump that from one, the top right because he's pretty high. I think I did the go through him ghost thing. Yeah, to go through. I can't him. imagine going up through that tree with the bees flying, the the bugs flying around, and the guys shooting the stuff. The the tree shooting the stuff. I can't even imagine that. That one. The people. hardest part is where you're going. Up. Yeah. Because when you're just dodging like the rolling and the bouncing guys right. and the woodpecker, that that's I not too bad. Yeah. Once you get to the leaves, you're fine. So I was able to get through that. I, I probably got hit twice to where I had no health left at the end, but wow. it's pretty easy after that. So I got Yeah, because then it's just jumping. Um, yeah. There were a few that I struggled with. The one World 3 with the guys who like throw yeah, the, the axe, axe boomerang thing. Did you just but once you get through? past the elevator, it's easy. But how do you get past the pink wall things that we just did? The what wall? The pink walls. Oh. You can parry his little face thing, boing, and then just dash over him. And then when you get to the end, it's just <laughs> no the giant. Kidding. You don't have well, to kill him anyway, dang. so you just run away from him. So at yeah. that one, once you get past the elevator, it's not that bad. Um, so the, the other one in World 3. is not dependent on people getting killed. It'll no, stop. you just have to. Okay. It's just time based. The other one where you're riding the octopus, yeah, that one's a little. T- that one I just did with the extra HP, and I was able to somehow with a couple lucky moves, I got to the octopus without getting hit once. And I'm like, well, I'm golden now. I got five, well, four hits that I can take. Yeah. So I and I took at least three, maybe four hits, but I beat that. I don't even remember what the two... Oh, the two in World 2 were probably the easiest. There's the clown one where you have to dodge the balloons and the being... 
you're not killing them anyway, so you just keep doing what you're doing. Right. You dodge and those. you just dash through the monkeys that throw the balls. The or hardest whatever. one is the other one in World Two. Now that I'm thinking about it, with the upside down thing. Oh yeah, because you get to those walls where they the cars drive out of. You go through the mouth. When the mouth opens, if you do it just right, you can get in before the cars. You can go. You can jump, and right when you're about to land on the car, dash and go through it, or you wait for it to go through, and then its mouth stays open for a little bit, and you can dash through. That one was a pain, and then the the, the trombones with the like that one. That sucked. was hard to get past. That one was very okay. tough. Um, but yeah, I beat it. Um, so you un do you want to tell you when you unlock? Yeah, it's not as cool as I thought. You unlock um, super expert. Mode. What do they call it? Uh, like developer comment. Bad music mode, like bad audio quality mode. Bro. I can't remember what they call it, but like it just sounds more like retro. Like it it's being like it played in the 1930s. Exactly. Okay. So that's kind of a nice touch. And you also unlock black and white mode. The game oh. is almost somehow more beautiful in black and white mode. So it's it really is Steamboat Willie. Though. However, it's black and white, oh, you so you can't you tell what's, what's pink and okay. what's not. So I turned it on, and then I was right near the boat boss fight in world three mm -hmm. with the bluto looking guy in the boat i'm like let me try this if you don't know which one's a parry yeah he shoots pink ones and yellow ones they kind of look a little different but okay. they go fast enough to where you need to look at it and be like is that pink is that right. not and then by then you've either gotten hit or you've yeah. died so it's like you can't make those like quick decisions on whether you can parry or not yeah. so it's cool to look at but it makes the game way harder because at it, least it's it needed to be harder <laughs> But at least it's something I've done. Yeah. I tried a few more boss battles on Expert. I don't think I beat any of them. Even I tried doing that one in not black and white mode on Expert. Couldn't beat it. Really? Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones that should have been easy that I tried. <coughs> anyway, I couldn't beat any of them. I think I've only beaten one or maybe two on Expert. But one of them I got an S rank, so I got that achievement. Um now I think I may finally be ready to just put this game away. I don't know that there's any more that I'll ever really be able to do, especially now that our Let's Play's done. I think it's time yeah. to put Cuphead to bed, but God, that game's a lot of fun. And I'll absolutely, there's no doubt in my mind, I'll play through it again probably by the end of the year. Yeah. Maybe a couple times between now and the end of the year, honestly. But uh, I love everything about that game. It's so much fun. I wish it was maybe a little bit longer. I think Cuphead 2 will be a full like legit yeah. game i hope um but yeah so i played cuphead and then i played a lot of blaster master zero i think i'm pretty close to the end um i think i'm in like the final world uh i had just got through this like boss rush mode kind of thing so i think i'm really close to the end right it's fun i don't know if it's as good as the first one but it's so close that i mean it's basically the same game yeah. anyway um so probably by next week I will have beaten that. And then I don't know. I still have Kingdom Hearts 2, which I haven't gone back to yet. And now it's been so long that I feel like I'm going to go back to it and struggle to remember what I'm doing. I remember, well, that's the issue is even when I knew what I was doing, I didn't know what I was doing. Because like you can go back to all these worlds now, but they're all more difficult and there's like new things to do, but hmm. I can't get through any of them. So I feel like I'm doing something too early because everybody's way too powerful. And I don't know. I'm just kind of stuck in that. I'll go back to it eventually, but. Um, yeah, Cuphead and Dude, Blast if you're Master bored, Zero. borrow Watch Dogs 2. I don't know what just made me think of that. Yeah. But Watch Dogs 3 is, looks like it's coming out this November. It is really so much fun. You'll put a couple hours into it and you'll be like, okay, this is, it really is GTA with hacking. It's so much better than one. It's so much fun. It's just really, there's a story there, but it's more just go do the open world and just do all the stuff. It's, it's so much fun. Yeah, I may. But we've got a... Uh, talk about that later we will rent we have something coming up in the not too distant future that i'll be playing for We're sure both very excited about yeah that's next month um yeah I've, what have you been playing cuphead more i finally got as as you saw on twitter i finally figured out how to beat the impossible robot boss stay tuned to our let's play as well um i didn't think i could do it i did not think i could do it and then i just went to like i was telling sean it's like a, the the closest thing i can think of is when i beat the final valkyrie in god of war like I just didn't even, it's like, I was not even, 
it was like I was in the matrix or something. It's like everything was moving in real speed, but it's like it was actually moving slow and I knew what she was going to do and I knew where all his little things were going. Finally beat him. Um, I haven't beaten it yet in single player, but I did get to the final boss. I got to the penultimate boss, King Dice, and we didn't even talk about it in the Let's Play. About guns no, coming. we were too busy. We were too busy dying. Just, well, <laughs> I was too busy dying. Um, but if you've ever played Gunstar Heroes, you will like the King Dice yes. fight. Um, I probably died five or six times, and I did. I, I went right into it after I beat Robot Guy, and I shouldn't have. I should have just been like, "That's it. Yeah, I need to take a break." Because when I came back to it the next day, like I beat it after I tweeted, I was like, "Okay, tonight's the night I beat it." I beat it in like twenty five minutes. Really? Like I was just I and I got in that zone like, and I beat it. The King Dice. Uh, that's one thing I may go back and try to do is go back to him and try to fight every single form in one playthrough because none of those bosses are that difficult. The very first one, those those bourbon tumblers is tough, and then that stupid that roulette. and the rabbit are probably the and the rabbit ones. and the oh, roulette. and the roulette. Yeah, there's one tough one in every. Yeah, yeah. I don't ever want to do it again. So I finally got to the end with like three HP. I got to King Dice. And I'm like, okay, here we go. And he starts doing his thing. And I do the Shingu. And then he starts. And then I'm hitting, I run up and I'm hitting him with a spread attack, spread attack, spread attack. And then he goes, Hoo-doo-doo. and he's getting ready to do the thing again. And remember how I told you I had a funny story? Yes. He goes to do this thing. And the cards never come out. And he sits here just doing this. Well, did you see? Uh, I can't remember. In one of the, I think there's only two. One of PewDiePie's let's plays, mm-hmm. he fought the flower, and the flower was just in a, oh, it was just like dancing forever, and it never actually did anything until the second form when it started and shooting then he started his little vines up. So yeah. apparently that just happens in this game sometimes. I think it's the only reason I was able to beat him because he was just like, and I was like, is this real? And I was just peppering him with the spread, and I was like, oh my god, the game froze. Like he's not even taking any damage. And then it finally was like. You know, you did the little the the diamond the the special that you have for the for the spread. Yeah, yeah. And I did that a few times, and it was like, knockout. I was like, I don't even care. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> not going to fight him again. I'm not going through all that again. So now I am at the final boss, um, and I'm ha- I'll be happy to beat it single player. Yeah. Um, the game is definitely incredibly difficult. One of the hardest games I've ever played. Bloodborne is probably still the hardest game I've ever played. Oh, the fact that Ernie told me that he had to quit Sekiro. I'm, I'm going to jump off that train now. There's no point. Um, one of the most difficult games, but like like Sean said, it doesn't. There's only one boss fight that feels cheap, and that's that robot boss. Everything else is all about patience and not getting too angry and learning the patterns, and then just doing what you need to do to beat it. Right. It's a phenomenal game. I I, I hate that I waited a year and a half to play it, but it's it's so perfect on Switch, and it's just we've had so much fun doing the Let's Plays. But yeah, so I'll beat Cuphead by the time we podcast next time. I also finally, when I was just getting my butt kicked by the the final boss a little bit because I was too tired, I was like, oh, you know what? I forgot to download Tetris 99. I'm going to do that now. Yeah, I still have to play that. I think I'm I'm not good at video games. Tetris is a game I'm typically good at, though. I am not good at this. I didn't finish better than, I think, 70th. I played like three or four games, and I think what's happened is I have no idea how to play this other than I'm like playing Tetris like do-do-do, boom. Boom. Everybody else is like, target, target, this guy, I need to do this over here and put this on hold. And I'm like, I, there's, there's too much. Like, just playing Tetris by yourself is fine. It'll speed up as you get further along and everything. But what happens now is when people target you, you've got this meter that builds up. And when it gets up to a certain level, all of a sudden your whole board goes, and, and you're just immediately like panic mode. And I'm like, I, I think I would rather just play Tetris than play this. Right. I don't know if... I think the problem is this game's been out now for, I don't know, two, three months, something like that. And these people that are really good at it have been playing it for two or three months and I played yeah. three games. Yeah, you're kind of behind the eight ball now. Yeah. So I don't know that I'm really going to go back and play it again. I'm glad I can say I played it now, but it didn't wow me for sure. Yeah, I want to try it, but that's kind of what I was worried about is it's Tetris, but it's not. I mean, it is, but then Battle it's Royale, Tetris with a whole bunch of yeah. new stuff. and. I don't know. I'll give it a try for sure, but I'm not I'm not too sure that I'll like it or be very good at it for that matter. I definitely like Tetris Effect better when I did that demo. 
That that game is beautiful. Absolutely. Did you ever get that the full game? Yeah, I bought yeah. it before I got my VR. You did. Okay. And then right. I forgot I for about a week after I got my VR that I had that game. I'm like, oh, I have Tetris. So then I tried it out finally. That's all I've been playing. You want to get the news of the week? Sure. Epic Games has purchased Psionics and everybody is freaking out. This comes from IGN. Fortnite creator Epic Games has announced that it has acquired Psionics, the studio behind the wildly successful Rocket League. Psionics revealed the news on its blog and promises that this will only bring about positive changes for Rocket League and its community. According to Psionics, quote, Rocket League always has been and always will be a community-driven game. And now that we have joined forces with Epic, we will be able to serve our community in even bigger and better ways, end quote. As for these changes, in the short term, Psionics claims nothing will change at all. In the future, it plans on bringing Rocket League to the Epic Games Store and will grow the game in ways it couldn't do before. The announcement also goes into detail as to how this will be great for the Rocket League esports ecosystem as it, quote, significantly increases its potential reach and resources, end quote. I don't believe that. It's Rocket League. It's freaking huge already. And that the team at Psionics will stay the same but will have the, quote, power and experience of Epic Games to support it. While not mentioned in Psionics' announcement, The Verge has stated that after Rocket League is brought to the Epic Games Store later this year, it will no longer be available on Steam. Update. When reached for comment, a spokesperson for Psionics said, we can't comment on speculation. We can say that Rocket League remains available for purchasers on Steam for the time being, and long-term plans will be announced in the future. To me, that seems like a non-confirmation confirmation. Yeah. This is weird. This is one of the most popular games that still people love this game still. And all this Epic Games Store stuff, we're not PC gamers, so we don't get all of it. But I've started to hear more of the complaints about the Epic Games Store. It's good for creators because they, Epic takes less of a cut off the top of every game than Steam does. But for right. people that play the games, like they don't have an achievement system. Steam has achievements. They will eventually get there, but they don't have like in-game chat. They don't have like a lot of other weird things and people can use Discord. I know there's ways around stuff like that, but there's a lot of things that Epic Games is missing and now that you're taking a super popular game like this and you might remove it for sale from Steam, that's just weird. Yeah. Granted, most people that want to play Rocket League probably have already purchased it, but it's just (laughs) weird to take a game that's so... it's like it's it would be like if Microsoft bought Mojang and they said, Okay, now you can't buy Minecraft on PS4 or PS3 anymore. You can. You can buy Minecraft all you want. They just they get a share of the profits, of course, because they own Mojang. Wow, that was a weird sentence. They own Mojang <laughs> now or Mojang, however you say it. That's what Epic should do. And if they don't, they're freaking stupid. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think they're just trying to be a steam killer, basically. They so are. Like, well, let's just keep taking just have there be less and less stuff for them to be able to do. And if it hurts them a little bit in terms of that, you know, they're leaving money on the table. I think they're fine with it. Yeah. Up next, we finally got some gameplay details on Borderlands 3. Sean, I'm interested to see if you are going to take the leap here. Gearbox, this comes from IGN. Gearbox software has shown Borderlands 3, Borderlands 3's gameplay for the first time in a live stream that highlighted a number of new features the studio is introducing in its upcoming loot shooter, which is currently available for pre-order and is also to be shown off at E3. If you're looking for blah, blah, blah. For starters, player movement appears to be much more fluid than in previous games, with Borderlands 3 adding the ability to mantle over cover and other parts of the environment, as well as allowing players to perform running slides to make firefights more dynamic. Borderlands 3's demo featured new playable character Amara, the Siren Lilith, and the return the return of Claptrap, and more. Some of Borderlands 3's details leaked in April were also confirmed during the gameplay demo. Weapons are indeed allotted an overall score, making it easier to discern at a glance if they're better or worse than what you currently have, which would be a big time saver considering there's a billion different guns in the game. So basically, you see a gun on the ground, you can see it's at level 88 and you have a 72, you know you should pick it up. Right, yeah. Certain weapons will also feature an alternate fire mode with the example shown in the demo, an assault rifle that can be toggled to, quote, hyper missile launcher. That sounds cool. Changes to the skill tree system were also evident. Each of the four playable characters now begins the game with three action skills instead of one, with more unlocking as the player levels up. 
Action skills can also be augmented with elemental effects. Elsewhere, the tweaks of the franchise's formula seem numerous in Borderlands 3. Ammunition vending machines now feature single-button press instant refill options, so you're not forced to stop and scroll through the items, and players can now heal and be healed by NPCs like Claptrap. Claptrap. Crap. Claptrap. Crabtree. At one point in the gameplay demo, the view switched perspectives between two players in co-op in order to highlight the previously unannounced change to the loot system. It showed that single instances of weapons can be picked up by multiple players. That's pretty cool. And that the level of the weapons automatically scales relative to the level of the individual player. Borderlands 3 will offer both loot and level scaling for players, but a classic mode will also allow players to experience (laughs) Borderlands 3 the way Borderlands 1 and 2 played in regards to levels and loot. The biggest reveal of the demo was a player's spaceship named Sanctuary 3, a hub world for the players to use in exploring the galaxy. This hulking mobile hub is home to numerous returning characters such as Mad Moxie and contains an infirmary, a bar with gambling machines, individual quarters for the four main characters that can be customized, and even a lost and found machine for any loot you lose track of down on planet's surface. That's interesting. Uh, they won't be able to manually do it. They won't be able to drive it, I mean. Uh, the gameplay culminated with the reveal of one of those new planets, Promethea, which is a futuristic metropolis far removed from the familiar wastelands of Pandora. It's been seen. It's been mentioned in previous Borderlands games, but this is the first time we've actually seen it, and it's here that players will encounter Zero, the assassin-class character from Borderlands 2, who is returning as a non-playable character. Randy Pitchford also confirmed that campaign DLC will be coming and there won't be any free-to-play microtransactions as part of the experience. And he also said E3, it will be at E3, Gamescom, PAX, and other events. Sean, you're the Borderlands guy as much as either of us are Borderlands guys. Are you... It seems like they made some good quality of life changes um, from what used to be i guess again i haven't played borderlands so i don't know but does this tickle your fancy at all you're we're not big first person shooter guys but so first of all the ship is called sanctuary three mm-hmm. what's that from that's the name literally not just sanctuary sanctuary three that it can't be an accident is the name of thanos's ship is it really yes they're like Fortnite. you think you're gonna have the only <laughs> crossover huh um, am I going to get it? I could maybe see getting it when it goes on. If it drops to like 40 or whatever. 30, 40 yeah. bucks, maybe. Uh, I'm, even though I know it's way away, I'm still way more interested in 13 than okay. this. That's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. Um, but I'm intrigued. I don't know. I'm going to have to see how much, I know Borderlands and I'm pretty sure Borderlands 2 had a, massive like single player mode yeah and i'm assuming this will too yeah it does but i don't know i would consider it if i'm just kind of in a lull and it's on sale and i have nothing else to play yeah i could definitely see getting it but i'm not i'm not ready to commit yet yeah comes out in september which is always a good time for games release that's when metal gear came out a few years ago um it's kind of a downtime so that's good and people are stoked for borderland so i hope it's great Next up, the last item on the news list, something I thought I would never say in 2019. There's a new Earthworm Jim coming, <laughs> but the story behind this is so weird. This comes from Eurogamer. The original creators of Earthworm Jim are reuniting for a new game, but you'll need Amico, the new Intellivision console, due in October 2020 to play it. Amico is said to be a console for exclusive retro-themed games, remakes, and new titles such as this new Earthworm Jim. The console itself will cost between $150 and $180, with downloadable games priced between $3 and $8. Tommy Talerico, who is conveniently both Intellivision boss as well as Earthworm Jim 1 and 2 composer, will the project. What does that mean? (laughs) I copied and pasted. They need a new editor. Will head the project, I assume? Nine other team members are also on board. Quote, we've been talking about this moment for many years. It's a dream come true to finally get the team back together, he said. We're looking forward to sharing a small part of our reunion and initial design meeting with fans from around the world. The team will hold a 20-minute live stream this past Saturday. So that's in the past. 
to discuss the project and give away, but he didn't. They didn't show the game yet. A new Earthworm Jim game has been a long time coming. Back in 2012, former Shiny Entertainment boss David Perry told Union Gamer he was sure it would happen someday. "Quote: Our problem is that the team is all doing well in whatever they're doing right now. We have our own little discussion group on Facebook. We've been having a discussion. When will this happen? When could we do it? What would make sense?" Sean, this is one of those things where I saw the headline was like, "Oh my God, no way!" And then I read the first paragraph. And then. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, have they shown any of this? No. Like, is it going to, I'm curious if it's going to be like Super Nintendo Earthworm Gym or if it's going to be like DuckTales Remastered. Like, is it going to be like Earthworm Gym HD or is I don't it going to be so. like. Because they're saying that this in television, co- why? <laughs> why? That this is for retro themed games and stuff, so I think it will be like a sixteen I mean, bit game. It's almost like they're they're kind of competing with Nintendo here. Like the Switch is really all about like indies and retro yeah. theme. Like there's not gonna be a whole lot of big time game. There's gonna be a few, but like I've played more way more like indie and retro themed games on my Switch than like AAA titles. Yeah. Cuphead's kind of, I don't know, kind of, kind of bridges the gap. Bit, yeah. um, but I mean, like, uh, I mean, there's been so many, I can't even think of them all now, but like Blaster Master, Blaster Master 2. Blossom Tales Messenger. Blossom Tales Messenger. Uh, what's it called? The Celeste. Celeste. Yeah, well, <laughs> I knew what you were going meant. at there. Uh, I'm, I mean, that's kind of what the Switch is to me. Yeah. So isn't television really kind of throwing down the gauntlets with so nintendo weird. like I, I i don't know it's so weird just and, and the controllers look like intellivision controllers seriously they've got like the, do they have the insert the track they don't have the insert from okay. what i could see and it might just be a mock-up but it looked like they had the trackpad that like the circle d-pad thing and buttons so i don't know right i gotta think if this is earthworm gym three if they're going to call it that, there's no way in hell this thing stays on that system. There is no way. Earthworm Jim 3 It'll, yeah. would sell like crazy on the Xbox and the PlayStation and the Switch. And the Switch, yeah. So. Now it's uh, time for the, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, Kofi is still champ, by the way. Okay. Did he beat him fair? I don't know. I'm still, I guess. Okay. PS Plus games for May were announced. What was that noise? So you're, what was that? I think it was this, but it shouldn't be making like, a sound because I have it. I refreshed. PS Plus games for May <laughs> were announced, and they definitely beat Xbox. Sucks. These are two very good games. Of course, we we both bought one of them. The two, yeah, yeah. It's still only two. Overcooked and What Remains of Edith Finch. Overcooked is one of those games I've kind of watched from the periphery. I don't think that's right. <laughs> I've watched Maybe. from the sidelines. I know what you're saying. Yeah. I've watched from the sidelines. What Remains of Edith Finch, if you have not played this yet, download it. As you're watching this, it's free now. I kind of Go forgot download that it, play we it. bought that. Yeah. Like that. To me, that's a PS Plus game. That was like, again? Yeah. But I'm like, no, nah, I guess that not again. This is the first time, and I actually bought that one. But. but Overcooked, I'm super happy to try that. You'll probably see a Let's Play of that here because that would yes. just be stupid insanity. Um, but PlayStation wins this month. They only have two games. Still stupid. Got a release date for Bloodstained. Uh, they put out a cool trailer showing all the aesthetic changes. It looks fantastic. It's out June 18th on PS4, Xbone, and Steam. Not till June 25th for the Switch, which is weird. Now, here's a good time to bring this up. And I'm shocked it wasn't on here. Hopefully, I don't derail it too much. A, the changes they made, it looks beautiful. And I couldn't really put my finger on it, but I know when I saw it before, there was a part of me that was like, oh, I don't know that I really like the way this looks, but I'm sure it's still going to be a good game in spite of that. Now it looks fantastic. Now I'm like 100% in as opposed to 95% in. But, and you'll see where I'm going with this shortly, it seems as though they made these changes due to fan outrage. Look at the next item. Now I'm lost. Oh, there it is. Never mind. No, hey, keep well, actually, going. perfect. It'll, it'll be a perfect. perfect. I'm like, why, why isn't it on here? Yeah. But it's literally right yeah. next. Um, 
I mean, are we done with Bloodstained? No, keep talking. Just no. Do. Well, that's it because I'm ready to move. There's on. There's nothing to say. It's just the yeah. Okay. It's just the release date. I'm stoked. Not unlike uh, what happened or is happening with the Sonic movie. Uh, everybody, including the two of us, complained, um, and they're actually changing it. I see a lot of people, not a lot of people, but the vocal minority saying how this is bad and this is not a good look and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, Ugh. it's like you can't win. No, you can't. And I'm guessing a lot of those people that are saying it's not good are not saying that because they like the original design. They probably didn't like it either, but they also don't like the fact that they're going to go back and change it. Like, uh, it's weird. What do you want? It's like, like Altano had a tweet about it, and I don't think it's the exact same. I don't think it's a good comparison, but it got a lot of traction out of it. Like, oh, so it was okay to respect the artistic vision for Sekiro when some people said it was too hard, but now when Sonic looks like crap, that's not okay. I'm not. I'm not quoting him, but that's basically the. the, the I gist mean, of it's it. it's. I mean, Sekiro could have changed it. Sonic could have changed it. One of them did. One. It's not like they were yeah. forced to change it. Nobody had a gun to their head. They said, wow, people aren't happy about this. We should probably change it, and hopefully that'll make more money. I'm torn on it because it's it, it's weird. It does kind of set a weird precedent. This thing's coming out in November. That's six yeah. months away. And now you're going to completely rework Sonic in the this entire probably hour and 40-minute movie? Well, but I mean, to be fair, it worked totally fine when they had to do Batman vs. Superman. I mean, Justice League. There were no no negative side effects there. So can they remove Sonic's hair? <laughs> Sonic will be like, <laughs> no, but like it's just personally, I'm glad they're changing the design. Like Bernardo had a great tweet about it, and I agree with him, even though we don't agree on the trailer. Like maybe they're like, okay, look, we don't want his weird, freaky human legs and face and teeth and like doesn't look really like Sonic at all design to take away from the movie. We think we've actually made a fun Sonic movie. We don't want just his bad design to take away from what we think we have in the movie. And I agree with that. If that's true, great. Like, maybe when they do this redesign, maybe they'll just recut the entire first trailer with new Sonic, and I'll be like, okay, that doesn't look horrible now. Right. You know? Jim Carrey's Jim Carrey. He doesn't look like Robotnik to me until he looks like Robotnik, and even then he's not fat and whatever. But um, it, it just it's just it feels like it sets a weird precedent that, like, it's 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 we are the authority <laughs> so much for the shakeup but like no it's like i'm glad it's like a weird it's not a dichotomy the weird what thing I'm to me to is we first saw how in my humble opinion stupid sonic looked months ago right mm-hmm. and it's not like we're the Everybody, it's not like all of a sudden people are like, wow, Sonic looks stupid. Like, we didn't need to we see already knew he looked stupid. to know how bad he looked. Yeah. Who knows how much more. Now, what I will say is this kind of reeks of some shady business. Not shady, but I can't imagine if they were going to do this, that they didn't start this process back then when everybody was. So, did you see Dagan's tweet today? Yeah. yeah I'm like, I kind of agree with that. That, it, that makes, it makes perfect sense. sense. Yeah. But it's like, I'm glad, it, I guess... Now, I, can, I'm not going to go so far as to say yeah. they did it all on purpose. No, I don't just think Just to that, drum up, right. you know, conversation about it. Meanwhile, they've got the fixed version or the real version all yeah. along in their back pocket that they're just... Way, I, don't, I wouldn't go that far. But I can't imagine they wouldn't have already started this process back when we first saw him and everybody said how bad yeah. it looked. I just think it's... I think it's... I'm glad they're changing the design. But I'm also kind of like, oh, you gave in to the mob, you know? Yeah, but I don't know. I, I don't see an issue with it. I'm fine with it. It's not like they didn't have to do it. And I don't think now that uh, I'm trying to think of another example, but let's say Spider-Man. Let's say this trailer comes out and everybody's like, nah, I don't like the way Mysterio looks. They don't need to go back and change it. They're going to be like, well, tough. Right. They they obviously think our movie is good enough. We are not worried about people not coming to see it because they don't like the way a character looks. For 
this stu- whoever whatever studio this is Sega Studio. I don't know who's making this. No, um, no Paramount maybe somebody decided. Oh, it's Paramount because they did the rings all around the. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Somebody decided. Whatever. Oh, is that Jess calling Buddy or something? Um, anyway, somebody decided. <laughs> I don't know what I just heard. Somebody decided that the money and time investment to fix this is going to be worth it in the end, and so be it. Yeah, that doesn't mean that they had to do it; they chose to do it, and nobody else ever has to do it again. If yeah. people are outraged about something, like, but to be fair, this is the culture we live in now. This is it's the last Jedi all over again, except. That was way after the fact. People saw the movie and didn't like it and said, I want them to change it. Yeah. Now, Here that's comes stupid. episode nine. That's stupid. This is at least, we don't like the looks. It's not, I mean, they're not going back and changing. Well, I think a lot of people are probably okay with Jim Carrey, but like he's Eggman, Eggman, and he's like skinny. He's 120 He's supposed pounds. to look like an egg. That's what I was thinking. I mean, if they're going to make changes, can you put a fat suit on him or something? Right. But I don't know. I don't see the big deal. They're going to change it and great. They probably won't be the last one, but it also doesn't mean that every studio needs to change things to meet yeah. the public's. The other thing that's kind of similar to this, except not coming out and saying you're doing a full change. I can remember when the first Jurassic World trailer came out. Uh, probably 2014 at that time. Or it might have been early 2015, like six months before the movie came out. Anyways, I loved it. I was like, oh my God, this looks like it might work. But then people were really getting down there like the CGI looks when the Mosasaurus comes up. It's like the CGI doesn't look great. Something's off. And they came out and said, we got six months till this comes out. We're still working on the CG. Like the movie's not done. This is just a right. trailer. Chill out. It's going to look better. It did. That's kind of the same thing. They, yeah. they didn't change the Mosasaurus to a, a plesiosaur or something. I'm, I'm a nerd, I know. Um, but it's kind of the same thing, I guess is what I'm saying. Well, the other thing that I can think of more recently, which, again, it's not apples to apples, but when everybody, again, us included, were down on how stupid the genie looked in Aladdin. And it's like, it's not like they made the genie look more like a genie because everybody was upset. I'm sure that's what he was always going to look like. That was more, why do you put out this press, not press release, but all this uh, entertainment, in entertainment weekly. weekly. Yeah. And he's just Will, Will Smith. Smith, but he's literally just Will Smith posing like a not genie. Even like blue, show yeah. him. Oh, he's no, like, y'all, I'm going to be blue. <laughs> I don't know. Again, I don't see a big deal, but whatever. I'm happy they're changing it. It's probably still not going to make me want to see the movie. Right. But great. The spin dash did look pretty badass. Yes couple more items real quick here. Devil May Cry 1, for some reason, is coming to the Switch this summer. That just got announced. Okay. Uh, the next PlayStation State of Play is scheduled for May 9th this week. They're hyping up. They're going to show Medieval and a new game. Please be better than the last one. I don't own a PSVR, so I didn't care about that at all. Sean does. A lot of people do. But I still didn't care about but it. But it was just, it was bad. Yeah. Hope like some like Solar Sweet me like ooh it's probably gonna be big because they don't have anything at E three I was like they're leading with medieval they're not gonna give us a Last of Us release date or a Ghost of Shusima Shusima <laughs> release date or anything they're not gonna do that they would when they're going to show you Last of Us they will say stay tuned for our our state of play in July highlighting the last of us right because they want people to watch it. This is going to be the one new game is probably uh, Colin's been talking about on his podcast (laughs) (laughs) on his podcast. (laughs) He's been talking about how that he knows there's a first party studio that's working on a game. That's an exclusive, obviously exclusive for PS4 that has not been announced yet. <laughs> so whatever it is or how big it is, maybe that's it. Maybe that's like Sly Cooper's back or freaking Jack and Daxter. Oh, God, I wish they'd bring back Jack I know. and Daxter. Naughty Dog ain't doing it. So or at least just have give, to give, us it a, give us else. a remake. Like, yeah. Not even, just give it, I don't know. I would yeah. love that. And the Raising Kratos documentary is already coming out. It's coming out this Friday, May 10th. I cannot wait to watch that. Now, where is that? Is it like on Netflix? Like where YouTube. can we watch this? YouTube. Oh, just YouTube? It's free. Yep. Okay, cool. On uh, Sony's YouTube channel, podcast. <laughs> on the podcast. I was like, on the podcast. <laughs> All right. Did you know it's time for the did you know section of the podcast, Sean? Yes. Uh, 
Let's see. I want to do this one because I want to say this word because I'm in that kind of a mood. Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Sean, did you know that in A Link to the Past, the weathercock... A, a Link to the Past. A Link to the Podcast. <laughs> the weathercock in Kakariko Village is responsible for sending the cuckoos to attack Link. I did not know that. In Kakariko Village, the player can enter the house of a blue-dressed woman located at the northwest part of the village. Of village, I wrote. Inside, the player can find a cuckoo underneath one of the pots. The player can sprinkle some magic powder onto the cuckoo, and it will transform into a woman. I, I completely forgot about this. Yeah. This humanoid version of the cuckoo explains that it is the weather cock in the center of the village that watches Link harass the cuckoos. This means that the weathercock is responsible for sending cuckoos to attack Link if Link harasses said cuckoo. She also tells Link that the human shape is very uncomfortable for her. So hmm. the cuckoos are not just like, they're, they're not like telepathically linked or something. There's this magic statue, which I don't know that I really believe that. Wait a minute. Does it come... Is that Link to the Past or Link Between Worlds when Where the that thing explodes? The oh, it's Link to the Past because the duck flies out. And that's how you get around when you play the ocarina. Right. So it's is the statue doing it from the grave too? I don't know. Mm-hmm. This might not be the best did you know ever. Uh, you're poking holes in that one. We can yeah. do another one if you want to. Okay. All right, let's do another one. Mm, you probably know that one. I'll, I might do three. Sure. <laughs> Do you know why it's gonna be a long podcast? Podcast. Do you know why you were limited to two hundred and fifty five rupees in Zelda One? It has something to do with like the coding, right? Like bits and Damn. bytes or something. I'm gonna have to do another one. I would get because that two hundred and fifty five yeah. is like a Because the maximum value of an unsigned eight bit integer is two hundred fifty five. And to yeah, hold I mean, more, you made it, it sound a re- lot better than I did. <laughs> That's required, what I was getting at. It would have required more memory, which just was not doable on the technology at the time. All right, one more. Sean, did you know? Man, they really packed that game full. If they you couldn't, couldn't even, even get uh, to 256. They couldn't even use one more bite to allow more than But think about it. Or or like make the the big shield be 100. I know you can get it for 100 somewhere. But instead of like 130, make it 100. or I think you can actually get it for 90 somewhere too. I'm way too obsessed with that game. But like the blue ring is 255. So you have to use all your rupees. Right. You know. Sean, did you know, in the Japanese version of A Link to the Past, the magic hammer has a different name? Is it? I don't know. I was going to say what it's called in Ocarina, and then I can't even. Megaton Hammer. It is called the MC Hammer. Is it really? Yeah. Does that stand for something? Nope. They did it because of that. I wrote down yes for that reason. So when they brought it over here... They changed the name because they're like, we don't want MC Hammer because it was 1992. We don't want him <laughs> to sue us. So they called it the Magic Hammer instead of the MC Hammer. It's kind of like Mike Tyson. <laughs> they're making a game without me? <laughs> That's ludicrous. No, they, they, they removed you from the game 29 years ago. <laughs> That's a good one to end on. I That's, like that. I did not know that. That's a good one. I, I feel like I've heard that at some point, but over the years, over the 27 years since this game came out, I've forgotten it. But I did hear that at one point. But when I saw that, I was like, okay, that's cool. Wow. That's it for the podcast for episode 135. Thank you guys so much for being here. Obviously, you can find us at nerd901.com. Go over there to see everything that everybody is doing. Check out the Blur Without Fear. He's almost at 28,000 subs. Actually, he's probably there by the time this goes up. If you like comic books, go to youtube.com slash fear. And drop a sub if you have not already. Ernie, is, he's doing great. Obviously, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at KevinWhite24. He's at RealSeanWhite. Together, we're at two-player underscore co-op. We have a Twitch channel. We'll stream there sometime, probably. Go to twitch.tv slash two-player underscore co-op if you want to. That would be nice. But really, it's more important that you just make sure you go over to youtube.com slash two-player co-op. Like the video if you liked it, but please hit that subscribe button. I forgot to do all this at the beginning because we got right into something. Yeah, it's fine. If you like audio, you can download us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and other audio services around the multiverse. Did you like that? I did like that. And we have a face. Nobody cares. We have a Facebook page. Um, it's been a good episode. There was not a lot of news to talk about. That's the thing. It's weird to do the podcast now because, like, leading up to E three, there's not a whole lot of news. So it's it's kind of tough to do this every week. But we've always got fun stuff to talk about, and we had a lot of fun stuff to talk about this time. I'm out of water. That means at the end of the podcast, so Sean. Till the next time, go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing.
Podcast. Podcast. <laughs>